your governments, your religions, the, the monarchy, your police force, all of these institutions are coming into question like never before. And in your coming to collectively question them, you, the, 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 they are sort of self-destructing, not at the same rate, certainly, but you, you see some self-destruction in them. And in, in what you witnessed in the United States government or what you continue to witness is, is, is the fracturing of it because of the questioning of it. How's it going? Hey, David. Good. <laughs> Welcome to 2021. So what's new in Australia? And I'll tell you what's new in the United States. Well, I think there's more new in the States than in Australia. It's been a pretty placid uh, and relaxed arrival into 21 over here. It's summertime for us, so everyone's kind of a bit more chill. Not many people are working. Yeah, you know, it's really chill here, too. Nothing's really going on. It's, it's been a really quite new cycle, uh, you know, other than the government almost being overthrown, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> well, it's funny because I went on, I, I went on my live last night, and apparently, you know, a lot of people in the spiritual community don't, follow the news at all. And I went on with Debbie and she really didn't know what was going on. What are you talking about? <laughs> a lot of viewers were sort of like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, well, you know, if you pop over to CNN or Fox News, whatever your uh, news channel of choice is, uh, you might notice that the, the Capitol was stormed and uh, there was a coup attempt. Uh, so really interesting. And I have to tell you that for half a second, it started to take me down my spiral a little bit. Uh, and, and, you know, I've created this thing that, that we're using in the tire practice now called a stop gap. And the stop gap is where you stop yourself before you go racing down your spiral on any topic and simply ask yourself, is it worth going down my spiral over? And my answer to that question so far in life has always been no, it's not worth going down my spiral over. And that was not either. And the cool thing is, is that, so I, I turn on the news, you know, I, I click on the news on my phone, like everybody else, I don't turn on the news on the TV. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a baby boomer, for God's sake. Come on. And so I, I click on my phone. I look at the news and I see this is going on. And for a minute, this, this, this feeling of, of justice, of, of needing justice came over me. And I realized this is a new transgressor for me to detune. Mm -hmm. This idea of injustice, how dare you, you know? And it started to take me DTS. And I stopped myself and I'm like, no, I'm not going to go DTS over this. I'm going to go meditate. So I put the phone down, left the office, went into the living room, uh, looked out at the beautiful view and did a nice little meditation. And then by the time I got on my live with Debbie to, to channel at four o'clock, I was in the best mood. I just felt so up and just so amazing because in that meditation, I really zoomed out. I really got the stream's perspective on everything that was going on. I will save that for actual channeling. They can share it with you directly. Uh, but it was a really cool experience to see something that, as a, from my human perspective, which is my perspective, I never thought I would see that in the United States. You know, that's the sort of thing that you used to see on the news in these other countries that maybe you've never even heard of. And you're like, God, it's crazy there. You know, I'm so happy I live in the United States where we don't have crazy stuff like that going on. And there it was happening in the United States. Crazy. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, 225 years ago, that's what happened in France. And that's what kicked off the French Revolution was the storming of the Bastille. You know, it was a similar type of thing where they tried to overthrow the government of the time. So it is, it's, uh, it's historical and fairy tale stuff. 
but I think you're right, David. <clears throat> that's the that's the beauty of having a, a lifestyle practice like tire is that you can detune yourself from that. You can choose not to get caught up in whatever you're experiencing at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it was you know there was a time where that would have really taken me down. And the reason that I'm doing this 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 podcast um, about this, and it's actually our first podcast of the, the right, rebooted Stream of David podcast. We haven't really even celebrated that. So happy New Year, everyone! Happy 2021. Uh, we have converted. Uh, I used to do a radio show, and I decided, you know what? I don't want to do a radio show anymore. I want to be a little more fluid and free to talk about anything that we want to talk about. Not that they really constrained me over there; they didn't. Uh, but I really just like the idea of, of the good old podcast the way I used to do it. Yeah. And, and, and we've expanded so much with the, the Taya community and the streams community has expanded so much that we can just get tons of uh, just, just, just great information out just on the podcast. I don't yeah. need to be on a radio show anymore. So I'm yeah. loving that we're, we're switching up a little bit. We're going to offer the video version now, which if you're watching us on YouTube, this is what you're seeing. Uh, you get to see us in all of our beauty. <laughs> and and uh, and just have a whole different experience. I think the, the vibe of a podcast, and I love being able to see the people that I'm interacting with. You know, on the radio show, yeah. we couldn't do that. We were always just on air. Uh, just it, was, it, it was interesting the radio because you know when you when you don't have any visual cues, you kind of concentrate a little bit more on what you're saying. Um, and I certainly enjoyed. I think I think you enjoyed it too. It was a great experience, but it felt yeah. a little bit constricted. In, in yeah, it was. Slots. And I, was I have to say, you know, that, when I was talking to, um, you know, when the stream was going, I was like, oh, how much time have they got left before you? Yeah. Take it? And you know? that's that's one of the issues <laughs> over there is, you know, first of all, Ohm Times Radio is fantastic. Chris was always great to me, great even with my exit and everything else. Um, and there's some, but, there's some great content over there too. Oh, sure. You know? Sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing about the network or anything like that. It was just for me and in, in, in channeling, having to channel in that little block of time between station breaks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> does not have a concept of time. They don't care about timing. I am told that I don't have a concept of time by people in my life, and I kind of don't. Uh, but I, I did get really disciplined in doing a show every Monday, and 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 you know, and I'm going to keep doing that. We're going to record this uh, at a specific time slot every week, so you will continue to receive the Stream of David podcast. Uh, I think we upload every Tuesday, so you'll have a new one every Tuesday. Uh, midday Tuesday. I, I don't know exactly what time uh, my editor is in the UK, Rome, and I'm not sure exactly what time he gets these up. I'm supposed to know that, but I don't. It's not his fault. It's mine. But he's very good about getting them up at the same time. So you'll always know when you have a new episode of the Stream of David podcast coming out every Tuesday. Uh, the intention is to do one every week and to not take much time off uh, from doing them. If we do, uh, we'll probably even record a backup and always have a new, fresh episode every single week with channeling in most of those weeks. I know everybody loves the stream and loves channeling. Uh, so you'll get me, you'll get Matt, you'll get some other rotating co-hosts and guests and stuff like that. Uh, but you're gonna get more stream and the stream is not gonna be as constrained because we can channel as long as we wanna channel. Uh, you know, I'm gonna try to keep the shows to an hour. I know people like that. They don't necessarily wanna listen to a podcast for two or three hours, but um, that's the intention rolling in. So it's a little little different format, but this, this is the new one. Uh, so you'll get a video version on YouTube. And then, of course, wherever your favorite podcast provider is, you'll continue to receive the Stream of David feed. And we're on some new sources now, too. But uh, the best place to go is to the website, thestreamofdavid.com. We have a podcast page. And from there, you can actually subscribe right from the page 
or you can subscribe on just about anywhere you can find a podcast. So yeah, let's get back into it. Let's get back into um, the, the, the drama that went down in the United States yesterday. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and some people I mean, don't it was... like it when you talk about politics, but I, I love being able to talk about any aspect of humanity and then, then zoom out to the higher perspective of all of it and then bring that higher perspective back down into our 3D reality because we're living in this stuff. This stuff really is happening. We really do see it. And I, I think if you were really, if you've got a solid connection to source and you've got a great spiritual practice going on, there shouldn't be anything that you have to avoid. Yeah. Be it a person or news, you know, I, I'm not glued to the news, certainly, but I don't run, I don't hide from it. Look, I think, I think, uh, regardless of the politics, regardless of your location, what happened yesterday was a historic event. And I think, um, without casting any judgment on it, one of the things I find really uh, uh, reassuring and, and ex exciting about the Thai practice is it is a spiritual framework for living an involved life in 3D. You know, Tyre is all about experiencing as much as you can in a way that is grounded and uh, with less attachment. So I think that's it. You know, this isn't a political chat. It's more about there was a big historic event that happened that had the potential to upset a whole lot of people, you know, justifiably. And how did we use our practice to be a little less effective? or a little less reactionary to, to the events that were unfolding. Exactly. And that, that's why I started out telling the story about the stopgap, creating the stopgap of, is it worth me going down my spiral over? And the answer Which almost is always is, is no, it's not worth going down my spiral. Over. Then I need to pull away from it if I can. And of course, in the case of sitting there looking at you know the, the news on my phone, I can certainly put that down, move away from it. But in, it, it's funny because when you really understand vibration, you understand that at these different vibrational levels, we are that being, that is our bubble of reality in that vibration. And in the bubble of reality of fear or being triggered, that is our whole world is that in that moment. So when we're allowing ourselves to, to be triggered by something, it, it is that sort of, you're, you're in that moment in that vibration of it. And for me, the vibration was one that sparked this this transgressor of needing justice. Uh, people shouldn't be behaving that way. Mm -hmm. People shouldn't be doing that, that sort of feeling. And of course, that's my judgment. That's my egocentric judgment of it, right? So when I zoom out to the higher perspective and we all can, can develop a, an ability to do this because the higher perspective is, is part of all of us. It's not just because I channel, I tap into that to channel, but we all have access to this. and. Zooming out to the higher perspective of no fear and no judgment. That's the thing. We're taking fear and judgment out of it. So if I take fear and judgment out of that scenario, then those are just people having their experience based on their bubble of reality. Yeah. And the people that are so upset by it are also having their experience based on their bubble of reality. Yeah. And, and it's should, all okay. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's no, there's no judgment here. There's no judgment about being triggered either. That's just what happened in that moment. Yeah. And you can choose to get completely sucked into it. And all of us have at one stage or another in our lives, 
or you can, you know, put a, a little um, stopgap or a circuit breaker in there and just be like, okay, let's reset. And how do we want to go? Um, and one of the questions I want to ask the stream when, when we bring them in is, um, you know, the importance, why it's so important to stay in a high vibe and why that matters so much. It's when you, you know, <clears throat> other than the fact that it feels great, you know, but it is, yeah. it is important. Just that's the, that's the, fuel if you want to create your magical bubble of reality if you're staying in a high vibe the the the, the results and the outcomes tend to be much much better than if you're triggered and down your spiral yeah absolutely and and, and the nice thing about that is is that you can turn your whole experience on a dime by just changing your vibration in the moment. And you have the power to do it. We all think that, you know, the, the universe is sending us something. The universe is teaching me a lesson. Well, the universe is only delivering what we're ordering up. And that's the beauty of vibrational flow is that once you understand that our vibration is always doing this, we're never static. We're up sometimes, we're down sometimes. And this is, doesn't even have to be that scientific. We all know this about our lives. We have days that we're up and we have other days that we're down. We have times that everything is just working out the way that we want it to. And there are times that nothing is working out the way that we want it to. And that is a sign of polarity that creates this vibrational flow. And vibrational flow creates unwanted things. And the unwanted things cause transgressor energy to bubble up and present itself for detuning or not. And if you don't detune it, then it's going to come back around again and again and again and again. So what this did for me is it presented transgressor energy for me. This need to, to, for justice was something that I've identified now with all of the work that I've done. All of this work is this, this, this need for justice is still alive in me. And that means there's judgment attached to it. Because why do I need justice? Why do I need someone to behave in a certain way to please me? I don't, but my ego wants that. My ego wants peace and tranquility and everybody to get along and everything to just work. And it would be so easy if everyone could just get together and agree about everything. And a lot of people dream about that. You know, there are endless Facebook groups and, 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 and podcasts and things about world peace. You know, we're going to achieve world peace by this year. Well, we're probably not. And what's going to happen when we get to that year and you don't have world peace? What are you going to do then? Because the, the idea of world peace is great. We can all strive for that. But the need for world peace to be happy is going to separate you from happiness until it's achieved. And I don't see us on a path to, to world peace. Because I understand vibrational flow and I understand polarity and I understand that every person creates a bubble of reality. And very often we're creating our bubble of reality by default based on someone else's bubble of reality. It's a, it becomes a collective. So you've got a collective over here and their bubble of reality is that Trump is still president and the, the election was stolen from him and that we need to storm the Capitol and risk our lives. And some people gave their lives for that idea. And then you've got a bubble of reality over here that all of these people are crazy and stupid and insane and they're in a cult and all of this stuff. And that's a different bubble of reality where all of that is wrong and everybody needs to agree with them and they are right and they love to be self-righteous about it. You see that on social media. So it's so cool to be able to zoom out from all of that, see it for what it is and choose what you want to participate in certainly. But I look at all of that and just say, I'm not going to participate in any of it. 
I'm not giving any of that power over my bubble of reality. I'm not giving any of that power over my life. And I have lived this way for quite some time. And, and the United States, like most places, that you know, our government, that pendulum swings left and right. And it, it seems to be swinging sharper left and right. And I have lived as an adult through these, these dramatic swings. And I have found a path to thriving no matter what through these dramatic swings, even when I wasn't supposed to even when who I am was being persecuted by some of these people. Yeah. 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 So yeah, at the end of the day, you choose what you participate in or not. You choose what you give power to it. Everything has the power that we give to it. Everything. Yeah. Spiritual practice. Yeah. The first thing people learn when they get into Thai boot camp is you give this the power and it's going to change your life. And it does because we give you mm -hmm. the tools for you to then give it the power and it changes your life. Yeah. Well, in, in, any sort of, you know, when you break it down, any sort of religion is based on very strongly believing a set of doctrines or ideas or principles. And that's it. And that belief guides your actions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so. the, the, the cool thing is, I think as a people, we're coming out of this period where we, we sort of seem to need to be, you know, threatened with consequences. <laughs> you know, you're gonna, I was told if you don't practice this religion, you're gonna burn in hell. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I was raised in a church that was like that. You're going to hell if you do this, you're going to hell if you do that. And it's hell and damnation and, and all of this stuff. And a, a lot of us have, have moved past that into, okay, what's out there that isn't that because that doesn't feel right. Mm. And for me, for a little sliver of time, it was atheism. No, there's nothing. But I knew better than that because I always had my knowing. I always had the stream coming to me. But for a little while, I, I just identified that as my ego. But it was so far beyond my intelligence that it had to be something beyond me. And that's what led me down a path of what we would call spirituality. Because th there is more. But what is that? And then you get over to the big tent of spirituality, and it's a mighty big tent. And then all of a sudden, some of that stuff starts to get fear-based and dogmatic, and you're doing it wrong and the stream has always said, no, none of that is necessarily true or untrue. It depends on your perspective of it and you are creating your reality. So you get to include what you want and exclude what you want and literally create your reality around it. And if you wanna be fear-based, fine. If you wanna be a victim, fine. But you can do very, very well in life to have this super zoomed out perspective of source, keep your vibe high and thrive and we prove that. We prove that that is true. I've proven it to myself. And now we've had other people that have come in and, and, and learned these tools and they prove it to themselves and they share it with the world for all that are yeah. ready to hear about it. And it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing situation. Yeah. It's, it, and it's amazing. You know, one of the things I love so much about, about the stream's teachings is believe what you want. You know, there's no, there's no rules. There's just, if, you know, here's a, here's a structure that will help you get more out of life. But we don't care if you do it or not. There's no yeah, that's the coolest thing. That really is the are. coolest thing. Yeah. And, I, and I get that too, you know, mess up, make mistakes, have your contrast, have your transgressors. You're not here for perfection at all. Mm -hmm. you're, here for, you're here for experience. And that's, that's massively liberating. Because then you can try everything. You know, so which is, which is good. So yeah, look, interesting times. Yeah.
Yeah, very interesting. It's, it's, it's an interesting time to be alive during a pandemic and, and in the United States, you know, during this, uh, you know, section section of, of time where our government was nearly overthrown, or at least was attempted to be overthrown. Uh, and, you know, a, a good slice of the, the country was in support of that. Mm-hmm. So wherever you fall on that, you know, I'm not judging it. But it was it was an interesting, interesting thing to, to see unfold at the extreme level. Uh, and then to have a zoomed out perspective of no right, no wrong. Uh, and that, mm-hmm. that's why I come to the conclusion that everyone's operating in their bubble of reality. And, and those that are giving that that much power, they're no more right or wrong than the other side. So this is this really isn't a political episode because there's no judgment in any of it. The actions of those people yesterday were absolutely astounding to me. And I had to detune the trigger of it. But for mm-hmm. me, it was just an opportunity to do more detuning work, which I love doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a, you know, in a way, it was a blessing because it was an opportunity for you to hone your 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 craft and your and your spiritual practice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, anytime we're triggered by something, and I, you know, sometimes people listen to the podcast and they they get triggered by the podcast. So they go leave their one star review and they you know they show us what their trigger is, and it, it's interesting. But I have found in life that. If something triggers me, then it has value for me because mm-hmm. I can then go explore with why I'm being triggered by it. Because if something is interesting, it could be something that resonates or it could be something that triggers, therefore it's interesting. If it's just boring and there's nothing in it for me, it's, it's so easy to just move on from it and move on to something else. You know, I do that all the time. Yeah. So yeah. if something's triggering you, including this show, <clears throat> explore why, why it's triggering you whatever it is, the stream's yeah, teachings, yeah. if the stream's teachings are triggering you, or if someone else's, whatever is triggering you, always go to what is the transgressor in that? Why am I being triggered by this? Yeah, yeah. And then, look, at the very least, if you do that exercise, you'll know where it's coming from. And then it's up to you. You can either remain true to that. You know, this is triggering me because, you know, my mother told me only good boys go to heaven and everyone else goes to hell. And I love my mother and I want to believe whatever she believed. So, you can get to that and be like, okay, I still want to remain triggered by that. Or you can detune it and kind of free up a bit more of the energy, the creative energy we all have to, to, to direct it towards, um, you know, furnishing your own bubble of reality. Yeah, very true. Well, I know we went to a lot, a lot more time to the stream. So let's, let's take a little break and when we get back, we'll bring the stream in. The Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. Taya practice has taken my professional life, me to a new level of abundance and happiness and joy on a daily level of existence that I didn't even know was possible. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. It changes everything about you, and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. If you're ready to release fear and old limiting beliefs and learn to truly trust the universe to deliver all your desires, then it's time for you to join Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today and book your free discovery meeting. 
Thank you for joining us today. We have, uh, we have some good energy around and we'd like to ask you some questions if we may. We are here to answer your questions. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> we, this is um, the, the first in a new series of, of um, shows that David and, and friends will, will be doing. And we wanted to ask you a couple of questions about some events that have happened recently. There was a, a historic event that happened in the States yesterday and David was triggered by the, the, the actions of some people and took a moment to, to, to kind of break and go and zoom out and you know, refine his, his personal practice. Can you give us some guidance on, on, on that, on, on that wonderful ability to be able to recognize that we're being triggered and then decide to just put a little bit of a gap between our reaction and choose the reaction we want to an event that, that triggers us, please. The, 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 the trigger is, is a learned behavior. It, it is something that you, you, you've trained yourself to do very much based on your judgment of that which you are observing, but very much based beyond that on your societal teachings. Very often you have an opinion about something because you're told you're supposed to have an opinion about something. And you, you make that your, your pattern of thought. You, you make that your subconscious belief system, if you will. And when something challenges your belief system, you can be triggered by that. And, and, and where we guide you is to understand that some of your societal programming serves your expansion and, and some of it does not. And, and, and humanity is, is moving into a period now where you are coming to understand societal programming like never before. And in, in, in you're continuing to question your, your societal norms, if you will, your societal programming. You, you, you see all of these things unfolding and blossoming like no other time for humanity. And, and, and what you're seeing is the questioning of your institutions of control. We use this term, the institutions of control for your government, for your religion, for your, your, even your police force, your military, your, your monarchy even. All of these institutions of control have served expansion of humanity to a point. But you have all evolved through that period now, and you're coming to a space where you are collectively questioning the need for it. You are feeling like you are being constrained in such a way that you no longer wish to be constrained. And in your questioning of your institutions of, your, of control, you, you are detuning their power over you. And in your detuning the power over you, they are splintering. They are fracturing. They are not completely being destroyed, certainly, but they are starting to splinter and fracture. And notice that in, in, in linear time, in your recent history in linear time, and in your coming to collectively question them, you, the, 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 they are sort of self-destructing, not at the same rate, certainly, but you, you see some self-destruction in them. And in, in what you witnessed in the United States government or what you continue to witness is, is, is the fracturing of it because of the questioning of it. And, and, and this is a natural process. If, if you understand the universal process of creation and the universal process of creation is absolutely about what you might call law of attraction, but it's not as simple as, as, as the broad understanding of law of attraction. It is much more about polarity and vibrational flow. 
So you have this impacting you in your own individual, what you perceive as your independent bubble of reality, your persona, you are flowing up and down through this vibrational flow. There are times that you're up and you're trusting and you're believing and, and, and you're planning and the things that you want are absolutely flowing right to you. And there are times that polarity takes you down and that downtime, you think very differently about your worldview in general and certainly about the things that you want most. You revisit these things that you want through various places on vibrational flow. And when you're up, you feel very confident, you feel good. And then when vibrational flow takes you down, you, you are causing some, some slowing of those manifestations. You may even be canceling them out or the fracturing of them. And in the fracturing of them, you are presenting yourself with an opportunity for your flow to go back up and for you to create an even more perfect version of because you have had some obstacles in the creation of, you have had some challenges, you've had an iteration that didn't work and you have, you're having to go back to the drawing board and start all over again. This is true for the creation of businesses, for the creation of a, of, of a, a more healthy body, for the creation of a relationship. This is the universal process of creation. You have this up and down flow and you have this mixed bag of results. The only time you ever fail at anything is when you go down in, in, in lower vibrational territory, have that rift occur, and then you give up and stop, and then you're back to, to, to square one. So what you're seeing happening for humanity is this vibrational flow up and down, creating some expanse, some things that serve you better. Perhaps you're getting healthier as a people. You're, you're understanding that some of your engineered foods are not necessarily the best things for you, and you're returning back to a healthier way of eating by and large, or you are becoming more comfortable with the concept of, of being more free with your sexual expression, uh, with, with the way that you form your relationships and the way that you flow in and out of relationships instead of tying yourselves to another in, in, in for eternity, supposedly. The, the, you, you are seeing expansion in your technology, certainly. You are seeing expansion even in your pandemic to a path to technology to where you are communicating virtually which is more akin to the way that you communicate in your, your completed state, where you're able to find like-minded people all over your planet and communicate with them like you've never been able to do before across humanity. So all of that is very forward moving things. And for all of that forward movement through higher vibrational flow, you're going to have this, this downward vibrational flow of the backlash of all of that. You have people that do not want the expansion of technology, or you have people that are getting on and utilizing technology to spread things that you consider unsavory from your judgment. You, you have the backlash politically uh, uh, of those individuals that are wanting more freedom to express themselves sexually or, or, or as gender identity or things of this nature. So you have these steps forward and then you have these steps backward. That is a sign of vibrational flow. And polarity is always going to ensure vibrational flow in a physical environment because the, the challenges, the, the, the steps forward and backward actually cause new creation. This, this tension that is formed between what you would call positive and negative sparks new creation, all new creation. So all of your new ideas, all of your new thoughts, all of your new desires, all of your dreams, all of your solutions, all of your evolution, all of that springs forth from vibrational flow. So what you saw in this, this, this political spectacle that, that, that you witnessed in the United States was an example of, of the pushback from vibrational flow 
But ultimately, what you're going to see is, is the, the idea of that extreme movement, the extreme portion of that movement in that bubble of reality now coming into question. And that movement in and of itself fracturing because of the actions of just a few. This is the universal process of creation. That, that, that fracturing will cause that movement to create a more perfect version of. And the more perfect version of means a more focused version of a more there are things that will fall away and there were things that will that will bloom from that that will serve it on a higher level when we say a more perfect version of we are not necessarily indicating that there is a right or wrong in any of that because from our perspective there is no right or wrong in any of it but it is serving the expansion of humanity because there are things bubbling to the surface in the transgressor energy of all of this that humanity will address. Yes. That, that, yeah, that, that will address and, and will evolve from. You mentioned something earlier and I, I kind of just want to do a little bit of a segue about the uh, institutions for control. Do you have some uh, advice or guidance on how money in our monetary system can very much be seen as a system for control. You know, a lot of us are, are terrified about paying the rent or paying the mortgage, about paying for food on the table, about not having enough money. And sometimes we feel very controlled by our bank balance. You know, if, if the numbers on the screen are ones that we are happy about, everything changes and we behave differently. If the numbers on the screen have zeros on the wrong side of the decimal point, we behave differently there too. So is money a system for control? And is there a way we can manage it better, given that so many people often come to your teachings looking for a financial situation? The, 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 any system that is developed from a human perspective is, is always going to be impacted by ego because your ego is your humanity. Your ego consciousness is the physical version of you, whereas your soul consciousness is the eternal version of you. And, 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 and you, you all have both of these energies going on within your, what you would call your persona. And the, 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 the soul consciousness is not judging of the system of commerce. The, the, the soul consciousness knows that any system that can be created by humanity, any human can thrive in, regardless of what it is. Yeah. There is no, there is no thing that you can create in your life that you cannot thrive from, and we mean no thing. So on the other side of that, you've got the ego consciousness, and the ego consciousness is 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 neither good nor bad, but it's separated from the, the, the eternal soul consciousness, fear becomes a, a very well-developed mechanism. And, and, and that was not always necessarily so. That is something as, as, as your human consciousness became more sophisticated, that fear element, which was originally part of your, your makeup, if you will, to keep you out of harm's way. That, that, that fear was developed from intelligence beyond just instinct to where you could create fear that was beyond instinct. Notice that your animals, their, their fear-based reactions are all based on instinct. Humanity with a higher level of intelligence 
you are able to create things well beyond what the animals of your planet are able to create. But mm -hmm. part of that higher intelligence is also a, a more highly developed fear mechanism where you are actually able to create fictitious scenarios in your mind that instill fear. Yeah. And therefore the fear mechanism became an easily exploited mechanism of control for human beings. And, and, and the, the, the more dominant humans, if you will, figured that out long ago and figured out how to harness that, that great power of tapping into humanity's fear mechanism to, to hoard whatever it was, doesn't matter, to, 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 to hoard because the, the idea of uh, the, 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 the ego's desire for survival very often overcorrects beyond survival to, to, to what you would call hoarding. He who has the most coconuts wins, essentially. And, and, and that developed from there. And the system of, of commerce on your planet developed from that idea that beyond just exchanging goods and services for like goods and services, that discernment of preference that humanity came pre-equipped with evolved into that, that, that desire to, to have more that desire to be the best. So th there is positive and negative on all topics. And there's certainly positive and negative in your ego. The positive of your ego is that it's driving you to survive and to thrive and to succeed and to do better and to build more is the very reason that you come to planet earth as a physically manifested being to, to experience things that you don't like and solve that manifest solutions beyond. That's the meaning of life right there. But that can overcorrect and that can overreact, if you will, and, and get you into a lot of trouble. When you allow your imagination to create these fictitious scenarios that trigger a fear mechanism within you for no real reason. There is no mammoth speeding toward you wanting to have you for lunch. There is no bus speeding toward you to run you down. Seeing that, having the fear mechanism kick in and move you out of harm's way is, is a fantastic use of that mechanism. But creating a fictitious scenario where, where you're living on the streets and you're starving to death in the gutter or you're being harmed by another, that creates much of that energy in your world. That fear in your bubble of reality and on a much larger scale, that fear in the, 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 the bubble of the collective consciousness of all of humanity is highly developed. And we are here flowing through David the way that we are to guide all of you to detune that fear. And when you detune fear, you automatically detune judgment because you're all discerners of preference. You're all judgmental, all of you. You, you. you all see things that you prefer and things that you do not prefer. But when you add fear into that equation, it becomes judgment because your fear is the thing that drives you to want others to agree with you because you fear not being right. Your ego fears being wrong. And in that fear of not being right, you need others to behave in a way that pleases you, that is in alignment with what you want in your bubble of reality. That validates you. But as our promise to you, you can all move beyond that. Not many of you bother to try but when you do, and when you desire that, we are here for you. Mm, thank you. And, and that leads almost perfectly into, into my next question. We talk a lot about being up the spiral or being in a positive state of mind 
Why is that so important? The, the, the idea of being up the spiral all the time is, 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 is not important, nor is it even possible, but certainly holding yourselves out of alignment with your natural connection to us. We repeat this often when, when David is sharing our message that, that you all have a version of this, that that is your intuition. That is your feeling of joy for no specific reason. That is your appreciation of all that is. When you are up there, you know that you're up there. But you have been trained to separate yourselves from that. You have been trained that source connection is something external from you. And that perhaps it is judgmental and perhaps it is in need of your worship. But we are here to tell you that, that none of that is, is, is factual. It is factual if you include that in your bubble of reality but there is no blanket bubble of reality, one size fits all fact for humanity, for anything. So this idea that you must be in high vibration at all times will, will prove frustrating to you, surely, because vibrational flow is going to ensure that you are not. However, you're rooting yourselves in, in what you may call 3D reality, get it done mode. You've got to get to work. You've got to pay your taxes. You've got to pay your bills. You've got to get it done. That is holding you out of that space. All of that fear, that consequence. If you don't pay your taxes, you're going to go to jail. If you don't pay your bills, your credit is going to be in shambles. If your credit is in shambles, you're not going to get the new shiny thing that you want. If you don't go work for someone else, you're not going to have security. If you don't have health insurance, you're, 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 you're going to, to die a painful death in an awful place. All of these fear-based realities that can indeed become reality for you if you include that in your bubble of reality. However, we are here to tell you that you are the ones creating this bubble of reality. This seems very tangible to you. Your linear time seems very real to you. You're physical, you, you feel yourselves, you feel reality, you feel your emotions, you, you, you suffer in this feeling, but all of it is your consciousness creation as an expression of source expressing itself in a physical environment. And there is not a lot of value in your, 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 your specifically deep understanding of that. The value is in understanding that you are creating the reality that you are experiencing and you are creating it via your perspective and your reaction to. Because all that you are, wherever you are, however you are, is an amalgam of everything that you've experienced in, in your perception of linear time up until the very moment that you are experiencing interacting with us. And your reaction to it, how you perceive it, the stories that you tell about your past over and over again on an endless loop. And when those stories are ready to be queued up at any moment, when you are arguing for your limitations or you are arguing for your victimhood, it is our promise to you that when you can recall something that quickly, it is swirling around in your subconscious mind, creating your default vibration all the time. Even when your mind is not on it, it is back there. Bad luck always happens in three. I can never meet the right person. Everything always falls apart. I was treated bad as a child and I am treated bad as an adult. I was abused. I am always broke. We've never had any money. I'll never have any money. I'll never amount to anything. 
all of the eyes, all of these, these, these negative things that you tell yourselves, all of that stuff is, is just swirling around in the back of your mind. And there's, it's so much of it is tied to the commercial programming that you receive. Absolutely. So much of it. You, you, the image Absolutely. that you're supposed to hold for your body and your bank account and your career and your business and your mate and in the house that you live in and the car that you drive and the clothes that you wear and the things that you watch on television, all of these things are socially programmed in your mind. And your judgment of, of whether you are worthy or not is very likely tied to commercial programming. We are guiding you away from all of that. We are guiding you away from all of it because none of it is real. It is all programming. And when you start to deprogram yourselves, you start to find your paths to true joy. Not many of you bother to ever experience true joy. You think it's in the right size house or the right brand automobile or the right vacation or the right kind of sex or, or, or the right kind of, of, of whatever it is that you're partaking in because you've been told that that's the right thing that you're supposed to like. But then when you don't have it, you don't achieve it, you beat yourselves up for not having it and not achieving it. And you hold yourselves away from joy. Because I promise to you that there are people on your planet that are possessing and experiencing everything that you think you need to be happy that are indeed miserable. Because when you tie your happiness to stuff and conditions and appearance and bank balances, there's never going to be enough to replace a natural state of joy. And we are not arguing that, 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 that you should not want those things. Any, anything that is, is earthly is, is available to you, and there is nothing evil inherently about any of it. There is nothing inherently evil about your system of commerce. The evil is the humanity of it, the ego of it, the believing that you have to have more of it than the next person. And the belief of a few that they have to have half of it. And then the fear of the rest of you of half of them having half of it or, or 1% of them having half of it. That, that is a source of, of separation from joy. That is a massive source of separation from joy on your planet. The, the idea that, that there, there is 1% that have most of the wealth and that you're not part of that, and you're never going to be part of that. And if you don't have that amount of wealth, you're not going to be happy, and you're not worthy. Mm -hmm. True. Although, how many times have we seen people who seemingly have nothing and are constantly joyous? It is possible. Freedom of just, yeah. And we're, we are not guiding you to, to give away all of your earthly possessions and go live in a hut and meditate with us all day. Have anything that you want, have any experience, possession, anything, but understand that that is not real joy. Understand that real joy is understanding that you are here to move gracefully through this vibrational flow and that you can achieve this, this cadence and this pace where you meet your, your downtime in joy. You meet your obstacles that are created down there in joy. And when you do, you find yourselves down there less and less and less and less. It is not about clawing your way up your vibrational spiral to, 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 to source connection all the time. It is not about endless hours of meditation. Meditation has its value, but it is our promise to you that you did not come here in physical form to sit and meditate your days away. Not at all. You, you exist in that state eternally. 
you were here for a very, very, very short time compared to the wholeness of that which you are. And, and, and we certainly understand that there is no linear time in the energetic realm, but you are perceiving in linear time. So we will speak to you regarding linear time. But that, that larger part of you, that eternal part of you, your, your, your inner being, however you want to identify that, it's all the same thing, is an eternal being. For you are part of, of that which we are. You are part of source. But you are expressing yourself as an independent strand of consciousness in physical, and you are perceiving it in linear time. But your, your linear time trip on planet Earth is not eternal. Consciousness is eternal. Physical is linear. You are here experiencing a little sliver of linear, an experience that is nowhere near eternal. And in this experiencing of physical, this little sliver of physical, you are having your contrasting experiences, your positive and negative experiences. And when you come to embrace the negative as much as you embrace the positive, you will find yourself having less and less and less of that because you're meeting and enjoy. And suddenly it's not even negative anymore. It's just lower vibrational time. It's time void of our consciousness because you are separated from us when you're down there. But you came here for the separation from us. Because when you separate from us, you create obstacles in your life and you slow down the things that you think you want so much. And, and, and you, have, you have trauma. You, you have pain. You, 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 you have the, the overdrawn bank account and the, the, the failed relationship and the overweight body and all of those things that are part of being human that every single human experiences, regardless of what their Instagram feed looks like, they all do. And the ones that come to embrace the down as much as the up and understand that this flow is a magical process of universal creation, that is when you zoom out and find true joy and clarity. And from that space of true joy and clarity, abundance flows. Yes, yes. Oh, what a beautiful message. What a beautiful message. Uh, do you have anything else for us today? That was a fantastic, uh, a, a fantastic first episode for our, our new format. And if you just, if you care to leave us with some, with some words of wisdom between, uh, between now and the next show. We have shared quite a bit of information as, as, as we very often do. We sum up the meaning of life in, in, in a short amount of time for you and, and we deliver a lot. And, in, and sometimes it's a lot for you to absorb and, and sometimes it can even cause confusion. The intention behind our sharing is, is, is to connect with, with those that are ready to receive it. And, and if you are hearing it and it's beginning to make sense, you are vibrationally aligned to, to, to be served by our words. If they are sparking an emotion, they are sparking something within you that, that is a connection. Even if that emotion is frustration or confusion or disbelief, if it's sparking something in you, then there is value in it for you. And this is true of all things, not, not just our sharing via David. So remember that. Remember that anytime you, 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 you are, are, are sparked, either positively or that which you consider negatively, there is a connection happening, and that connection holds value. Even if you have to separate yourself from the, the connection and, 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 and raise your vibration to, for clarity, 
because it is our promise to you, clarity is always up your spiral in high vibration. The low vibration time is, is, is not offering you much clarity. That is your negative creation time. But when you step back and, 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 and build some tools to allow your vibration to move up, and the very best way to do that is an appreciation of all that is, allow your vibration to rise and understand that any obstacle that you create and you indeed create them all is completely solvable by going back up into high vibration and trusting the universal process of creation. And, and the solution for whatever you've created will unfold for you magically. But it is not magic. It is a universal process of creation and you're all part of it. With much love, that is all we have. Namaste. So have you heard our guided meditation, Source Connect? It's the most popular guided meditation that we offer. And I'm offering it to you right now for free if you text the word AWAKEN to 760-284-7665. That's AWAKEN to 760-284-7665. You'll receive access to this guided meditation that takes you on this amazing journey to your natural source connection. It's completely channeled by the stream and backed by beautiful acoustic music by Christo Polani. In addition to that guided meditation, you also get access to our free Facebook group and other Taya tools. So text the word AWAKEN to 760-284-7665. This is only available right now in North America. So if you're outside of North America, join our free Facebook group, the Taya Practice, and you can gain access to this guided meditation there as well. Thanks for listening. The message is so beautiful when you hear it properly. You know, you can't help but be uplifted. Even if you're confused about some of the stuff, and even if you don't agree with some of the stuff, but the core of their message is you're here for an earthly experience. You can't really stuff it up. Just enjoy the ride. You know, they said, just enjoy the ride with grace and ease and know that, you know, that the, the, the challenges are there to serve you as much as the joyous parts are. And we're not here to be joyous all the time. Um, by, by design, there is that balance of success and failure, happiness and, and sadness, you know, joy and frustration, joy and pain. Um, and, and, and really, all, all we need to do is pay attention to, to how we feel. If we feel badly about something, why? And if we feel good about it, good, also why? You know, there was a, there was a lovely moment they had um, when they said, experience everything you want, but don't get addicted to needing those things to be happy. You know, if you want yeah. a whole bunch of money, have at it, no problem, but don't depend on that for your happiness. If you want 50 cars in a, in a garage, go and collect them. Well, it's like true, true happiness happy. and connectivity is, is being cool with it or without it. Exactly. And, and I think there's a lot of people, I know that when I, you know, I certainly was never living like a billionaire or anything like that, but at the height of my possession life, when I had the big house and the, and the garage full of cars and, you know, all the stuff, I remember just thinking, gosh, none of this is making me happy. It can all go away tomorrow and I'm cool. And, mm -hmm. it, and I got, got rid of most of it. And in doing so, I'm happier now than I was when I had it. Now there's nothing wrong with having it, but I was definitely depending on the stuff 
to make me happy because I understood law of attraction. I understood how to attract all the stuff. That was easy. But the, fi the finding happiness turned out to be the harder thing. Everybody thinks money is the hard thing. For me, that was not true. The, the money came very easily. The stuff came very easily, even though I didn't grow up with it. The, the path to happiness and loving myself and source connection and daily joy, that was the, the thing that took a decade to figure out. And that's where Taya came from. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and there was another message in there that, that, um, that was fantastic. It was like everything you believe about good and bad, about wanting and not wanting has been programmed usually by society. You know, you should have this car, you should have this sort of body, you should have abs, you should have big boobs, you know, you should have a body. They say body. big boobs? No, no, I added that. Okay, you added the boobs, okay. Yeah. <laughs> never heard the stream talk about boobs before, but you know, you never yeah. know. No, well, they were saying, even down to the type of sex you have is, you know, this sex makes you happy, this doesn't, this food makes you happy, this doesn't, this amount of money in your bank account makes you happy, this doesn't, it's all, programming and once you start to deprogram that stuff to, to unbrainwash yourself then you create space for, for, for clarity and joy nice that's a good segue yeah, for our next episode uh will be about writing your code we're not, i'm not into resolutions but i definitely part of the tie up practice is to write a code for your life uh, so yeah. our next episode is going to be all about writing your code. And then, uh, of course, we're going to spend the rest of the year working on activating that code in this podcast. Yeah, that's brilliant. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. It's it cool is, talking to you. Thank you, man. You too. It's nice. I like the new format. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, do it, <laughs> the old uh, format was good too, but this is evolution. 50 something more times, right, this year. So yeah, every week, tune in. Every week. We'll be back. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks, man. Bye, guys. Namaste. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what we shared here today, and if it inspired you to think differently, even for just a moment, I have something that you're absolutely going to love. It's a full 90-minute masterclass where I've condensed all the knowledge that I've acquired throughout the years after writing two books and helping hundreds of people change their lives. Take the action steps that I share in this masterclass the only place that I share this is in these masterclasses aside from my Taya Bootcamp program. And if you know our teachings, you know that we're not about rainbows and fairy dust. We are about extreme ownership, claiming the power to transmute anything in your life to something positive, claiming the power to create your life exactly the way that you dream of it. So everything that you're going to learn in the masterclass is something that you can take and apply in your life as soon as you're done watching. So just go to the streamofdavidmasterclass.com and register and take this 90-minute masterclass. It will transform your life. Again, that is the streamofdavidmasterclass.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, you are absolutely going to love this masterclass. Thank you again. I'll see you in class.